0: This weekend, join Vision CEO Phil Edwards for Sunday Morning Together. Each week, Phil is joined by pastors from across Australia as they minister to us all. Communion, conversation, encouragement and a smorgasbord of great songs help us focus on God's character and promises. Sunday Morning Together with Phil Edwards on Vision and on demand every Sunday in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from
1: Vision Christian Media. Foundations.
0: The Maccabees basically stood up and started a three-year campaign to overthrow the Seleucid Empire. What that meant was is that the temple that had been defiled now had to be rededicated, cleaned out, purified.
1: Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our last program, we began learning about Hanukkah, also known as the Feast of Dedication and the Festival of Lights. This annual celebration is mentioned in the New Covenant in John 10. It took place in the wintertime, and while Hanukkah isn't one of the seven mandatory feasts of the Lord, it is an annual celebration that has been part of Jewish culture for close to 2,200 years. As mentioned, it was referenced in John 10, 22 and 23 where it says at that time the feast of dedication took place at Jerusalem it was winter and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon
0: Yeah it's it's one of those little uh you know that one of those little quandaries and you kind of think okay well it's a nice little thing it was the feast of dedication is walking through the temple and it was cold but why is that actually mm. important and we kind of finished off in a last program talking about it, the fact that there were there are Two historical Jewish temples. there was Solomon's temple. And then when the people it was destroyed by the Babylonians, they went into seventy years captivity, then they came out, and under Nehemiah and Ezra, they rebuilt mm-hmm. they rebuilt the the temple, they rebuilt the walls of the city. And the interesting thing was that that was actually the construction was undertaken by Zerubbabel. And a lot of the people who were old enough to remember Solomon's temple when they saw this, very humble little building that Zerubbabel had built. They wept mm. because they thought, oh, the glory of the first one, and this is kind of sad. Yep. So that in Jewish heritage is not really even mentioned. Then you get to King Herod who comes to power, and he wants to ingratiate himself with the Jewish people because he's their fake king of the Jews, mm-hmm. and he embarks on a, a building project for the second temple, and it took 46 years, wow. and it was Absolutely magnificent, and so that's basically what they call the second temple. It was basically a complete rebuilding mm-hmm. of, you know, Zerubbabel's humble little effort. Yeah. So you've only got two temples, and yet Scripture tells us that there were actually three dedications. And we mentioned last time that uh, Solomon's temple was dedicated in the autumn. Uh, King Herod, the Great's Temple, the second temple, its dedication was in the spring. And yet we're talking about the Feast of Dedication in the winter.
1: Yeah. So what is the third so dedication? So what is that
0: third dedication? All right. We mentioned Antiochus Epiphanes, who was the ruler of the Seleucid Empire. He, uh, I, I've heard Dr. Chuck Missler, the late Dr. Chuck Missler, talk about um, this particular um I don't want to call him a gentleman because he wasn't a gentleman (laughs) at all. He was a nasty piece of work. And apparently his nickname was Antiochus Epiphanes instead of Antiochus Epiphanes, the fourth, because the uh, Antiochus Epiphanes, Epiphanes, excuse me, means the madman. Oh, wow. He He was very full of himself. He had delusions of grandeur. And it was in... About the year 168 BC and the Seleucid Empire, that one quarter of Alexander the Great's empire that split after his death, it controlled uh, the region uh, that Antiochus Epiphanes IV governed when he was on the throne. He came to the throne through murder and intrigue, so he was a a very unsavoury character and he he was known to be cruel and he was barbaric he was brutal he, he already hated the jews but if you know anything about the landmass where judah is judea is it's like this central hub yeah. that connects you yeah. know all of um africa and the middle east and asia and it it's yeah. this bridge it's point a linchpin yeah and yeah. whoever controls that um basically controls the trade routes and stuff well, he made uh, some military campaigns to get into Egypt, and he failed, and he he got his rear kicked pretty badly. And he was so so angry about it that his his hatred, his intense hatred of the Jewish people kind of boiled over, and he took his frustrations out on them. And what he did was he outlawed Judaism. So he passed all these laws that forbade uh, reading the Torah forbade observing the um, the rules of Judaism, forbade keeping of the Sabbath, forbade eating kosher food, he forbade circumcision of baby boys. Mm. Anybody contravening these laws was given a death sentence. And monthly raids were done and inspections and anybody found with the Torah, anybody found with a circumcised baby boy, I mean, th- not only were they killed, but they were killed in the most brutal of fashions.
1: Wow.
0: He, um, he, w- what he wanted was he wanted the Jews to basically embrace his worldview, the, the gods of the ancient Grecian Empire. He, he wanted them to conform. And of course, that was never going to happen. And they put up with a lot. They endured a lot. They actually developed um, one of the uh, traditions that has come into and is part of the celebrations of Hanukkah is the spinning of the little dreidel. It's the dreidel game. Okay. And I'd, I've never played it, but my understanding is, is that it has letters on the little dreidel and they would spin that and play a game and the letters meant certain things within Judaism. So it was a way of being able to practice their faith no in way. secret. Um, and so it, there was no way, no way in the world that you know, this attempt was going to stop the Jews from mm. being the Jews. But a lot of people died as a result. But what really brought it to a head was that he he decided that he was going to take over the temple. It took all of the vessels that had been remade and put there and, um, you know, kept them for himself. He had a pig slaughtered on the altar mm, wow. in the temple And if that wasn't bad enough, he then had a statue of Zeus put into the Holy of Holies. Now, the Holy of Holies was the one place on planet Earth where God's presence was said to dwell. Now, we know our God as being the Most High God. And if you know anything about uh, the Greek religious system and beliefs of all of their different gods, Zeus was known to be the father of the gods or the most high god. Yeah. And so this was a a direct insult and um you know challenge basically yeah. to the god of Israel and th- that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. That actually provoked what they called the um the Maccabean revolt. Okay? The Maccabees um basically stood up and started a campaign a three-year campaign to overthrow the Seleucid empire and they did it. What? It took them 3 years but they did it. Mm. What that meant was is that the temple that had been defiled now had to be rededicated, cleaned out yep. and then rededicated, purified.
1: Because mm. obviously mm. having a pig slaughtered on the altar oh. is like just completely contrary to you know the, the Jewish religion you know, at every level.
0: Absolutely. They weren't even allowed to physically touch a pig. They mm. couldn't touch the ground that a pig had touched. If you know what I mean, that's mm. how offensive and unclean yeah. this was. So the having this pig slaughtered in the temple so they had to clean it all out. But then part of the process of the rededication is the lighting of the menorah, mm-hmm. the seven-branched candlestick. Well, they the rededication was set for the 25th of Kislev, which also happened to be Antiochus Epiphany's birthday, so it was, I think, a little bit of an insult to him <laughs> too. Um, but they needed oil. Now, the oil to be burnt in the temple was had to be especially produced to make sure that it was kosher and it took a week to produce this um, special oil. They only had enough oil for one day. So the way the menorah works is you've got the seven branches, one branch is called the servant, you light that and then off that you you then light the first branch and then the second branch. But they only had enough oil to last for one day. The miracle of Hanukkah, which is why it's called the Festival of Lights because the menorah is the light in the temple, is that the one day's worth of oil lasted a full eight days. Because wow. that first day and then a week after mm-hmm. for the production of more oil. That's the miracle of Hanukkah. Wow. This This eight days' worth of oil. So it's a
1: miraculous the- provision that God took care of.
0: Absolutely. That's and that is why there is a variation in the menorah. Sometimes you will see the seven-branched menorah. That is the one to sit in the temple proper. But the nine-branched menorah is the Hanukkah menorah. One branch is the servant branch And the other eight branches to represent the days Of the miracle of this one day's worth of oil burning for that yes. full eight days
1: well, We've got more to learn about uh, Hanukkah And we're going to do that in the next program Finishing this series And in particular we're going to learn What's so important for both Jews and Christians In the future in reference to Hanukkah